Are you following people who take you further away from your wealth goals? Hi, I'm Jared Krause. I am the host of the Buying Online Business podcast. And today, I'm doing a solo podcast on something that you all need to know about buying a business with finance and what it looks like in reality based on where you're at with your own levels of cash or wealth or what you do or don't have. In this podcast episode, I specifically dive into different price ranges of businesses and when you can start using finances at different price ranges and how much you can use for finance, like what percentage you can use for finance. Also talk about how to use finance and who can do 100% no money down deals and who cannot do 100% no money down deals. I also talk about how to structure deals to use less of your own cash and also provide less risk when you're purchasing a business. I share some warning signs on buying the right business for your goals and how many people get caught following the wrong advice and the wrong people and what to do if you want to buy a business and have no money down, where you should, what you should start doing to get yourself into a position to be able to start buying at a business. And then I rant on about how so many people lose track of their actual goals their real goals what when they come to trying to earn money and how they end up sometimes and often following the wrong path end up wasting time and their money and getting further away from their goals now there's so much value in this podcast episode typically don't typically don't do solo pod, podcast episodes you'll see why i did this one soon but let's for now dive in see you on the inside Do you have a website you might want to sell either now or in the future? We have a hungry list of cashed up and trained up buyers that want to buy your content website. If you have a site making over $300 per month and want to sell it, head to buyingonlinebusinesses.co forward slash sell your business or email us at info at buyingonlinebusinesses.com because we will likely have a buyer. Details are in the description. Hello, this is a special episode. This is episode number 250 and most people in podcasting land or who create a podcast don't make it to episode 50 range. So I'm very excited and proud that we have recorded 250 episodes now. Uh, Also, there's so much value in this podcast. Like I know that most people go through and binge every single episode and they start at one and they work their all the way through. And I believe that's a really good way to go about getting an education for free. So if you haven't done that, start binging. Uh, Also, for those of you who do listen and are regular listeners of the podcast, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for showing up and for listening in, tuning in. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your support. In fact, for those of you who are long-time listeners, and if you haven't yet reviewed the podcast, please, please, please go away and review the podcast. I'm sure you've listened to so many episodes and gotten so much value. For you to leave one review would mean the world to me. So if you could help me celebrate episode number 250 by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be absolutely awesome. Of course, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. I don't ask you guys ever basically to leave a review or subscribe. So I would greatly appreciate that in a celebratory uh, episode of 250. 
Now, again, this is a solo podcast episode with myself. The last time I did a solo podcast episode on size matters and the different sizes of businesses you can acquire and what is best depending on where you're at financially and then how to build your portfolio out to get to those larger acquisitions. That solo podcast episode was a massive hit. Uh, so I thought I'd do another solo podcast episode and get get some things off my chest again. This is a therapeutic. This is going to be a therapeutic one for me as well, and it's going to be totally unscripted. Uh, I've got a few talking points that I do want to get through, uh, but let's dive into what this episode's about, which is: Can you buy an online business with absolutely no money? Like, can you finance an online business one hundred percent with OPM, other people's money? Now. There is a possibility of doing so. However, I'm recording this podcast to set an expectation and straight up, it's typically a no. There's very, very special circumstances that you can buy an uh, online business with 100% finance and it's typically not what everybody does and typically it's a certain size of acquisition that you can purchase. So let's go through the different types of acquisition sizes uh, or businesses you can purchase and what it looks like purchasing with finance. And I just want to set, set an expectation for you guys here because if you're looking to get into this and buy an online business, it's really important to understand how much cash you need to put towards the business and then what you can finance if you can, right? Or some creative structuring when you're looking at buying an online business, depending on the level of or the size of business you're looking at purchasing. So, for deals under $200,000, it's mostly cash. I'm talking 100% your own cash straight up. Now, why is that? Because people that are buying businesses from 200K and under, or even you know 300K around that range of 200K and under, most people have the cash in that pool of buyers to just pay straight up cash. So if you're not paying straight up cash, typically you can be outbid or the seller will take straight up cash from another buyer. So that's just where the market is at. So for those deals under the $200,000 price range, it's straight up cash. You can do some little things with creative structuring if you are able to, um, but you're gonna have to suss out the buyer, I mean, so the seller and see where they're at financially and see where they are at emotionally with the business, uh, depending on, doing some creative things with the deal structure, which I'll share with you shortly a few different options. Now, between the $200,000 to $500,000 price range, it's it's more common to see earnouts, seller financing, and I'm talking a very small percentage of uh, seller financing and a very small percentage of you know earnouts. Uh, and there's also the option for seller notes. So, Seller financing typically for, say, as a $400,000 business, you might actually end up putting down, you know, 80% of the deal in cash and 20% as an earnout or seller financing. Now, typically, those seller earnouts and seller financing duration periods last between three months to six months. Sometimes you can extend them longer. Uh, but typically, they're not going to be much longer than a 12-month period of a of an earnout or a seller financing. And also, the portion that you will be financing for the acquisition or earnout is typically no more than 10 to like 30%, max 40% for sure. Uh, typically, obviously, you can do some certain things depending on where the seller is at and depending where you're at. 
Um, there's there's no one absolute hard and fast rule that you have to pick to stick with. If you can get you know sixty percent financing or earnout and forty percent down cash, great, go for it. I would highly recommend it. Uh, but typically these benchmarks are set. Uh, due to where the market is at and what buyers are willing to pay and how they're willing to pay in terms of cash and seller financing or earnout, and then what the seller is willing to accept as well, depending on what type of pool of buyers are out there as well. So that's between the $200 to $5,000 price range. Now, when you get to the $500,000 price range, that's when you can start to finance a portion of the acquisition. Now, it can be done for smaller assets around the $200,000 price range, but we rarely see that. Now, why is it that we rarely see that when it comes to buying a business with finance such as SBA or outside finance? Is because brokers and sellers won't sell their business, uh, typically in that price range around $200K, for somebody that's trying to get a deal across with finance when they could have somebody buy the business for the same price with cash right? So brokers and sellers typically don't want to do that. And there are even some brokers out there that just won't sell deals to people using SBA straight up because they don't want to deal with the admin of that, right? So that's an important one to understand. Now, why am I sharing all of this with you? Now, there's a few reasons because some people that come into the space have the ideology, have been sold the ideology that they can buy a business with absolutely no money with none of their own money and they come in and then they walk away with their tail between their legs going, damn, I can't buy an online business. The reality is, yes, you can if you understand a little bit about how to save some money, push your money around and buy and start a little bit smaller with cash that will earn you a decent ROI and work your way up to building to those large acquisitions where you can put little of your money down as a payment and finance the remaining part. Now, I say this because I'd hate for people to walk away from this route of buying an online business, not just because I'm biased towards buying online businesses, but because I know it works. And we've got so much data, we've got so many case studies that you can see that people have gone away and bought great businesses, built them up, sold them, flipped them, and keep going. And do really, really well from buying businesses versus people going away and starting something from scratch because they believe they don't have the money or they just are not in a position to do so when they could end up, and I advise most people to get them to fix up their leaky bucket by understanding where all their expense, like, uh, expenses are going in their life. Typically, they're entertainment expenses that are not absolutely necessary, tightening up your leaky bucket and your plumbing on where your expenses are going and start saving a little bit of money. And then you can purchase an acquisition which will get you further to your wealth goals than starting an online business typically. Now, let's move back to the financing portion. Now, I just wanted to get this, I just wanted to share that with you because it's so important to note that you can get further to your wealth goals by acquiring an asset that's already got product market fit, already has traffic, already is making sales and could be even recurring revenue or could be, you know, 
you know, passive, semi-passive income that you can use whilst you're working your regular day job uh, versus starting something from scratch takes so much more time and so much more effort. You don't have that product market fit, you don't have traffic and you don't have, you know, consistent income. Uh, buying something gets you far closer to your wealth goals typically, usually, than starting something from scratch. Think about the resource and the energy that needs to needs to go into starting something from scratch. I also know that, and I was speaking to a friend of mine just last week who started, you know, 10 businesses and only like one did exceptionally well and the others were just complete failures. And he knew that and he's like, damn, it's crazy, this, like the success rate. And he's smart, he's an SEO and he crushes it in this space with his specific business that killed it and some of his other businesses. Uh, and it's just a shame that he knows that, you know, a big portion of these ones that you start don't really go anywhere. Uh, and that's same across the board with so many other uh, people that I've spoken to, like Carl Broadbent and Alex Cooper from WP Eagle. So just, you know, the proof is in the pudding that these professional website builders and creators that start sites to make money online, a big portion of them fail, not because they're failures, because that, it's just the that's just the data and the stats that 90% of all startups fail. So let's move back now to the finance piece. Um, how do you get finance if you do want to finance one of these businesses with obviously not 100% finance but a portion of finance? So the ways that you can do it is first and foremost is raise money with family, friends, and acquaintances. So I have an example of somebody who bought a mid-six-figure deal, close to the seven-figure range, uh, that has worked with us, that closed this deal without any of their own money, but because they used family and friends, and they raised that those funds before he even got went away and bought that business. And that's a very rare case. Never have I seen anybody else do it in that price range, mid seven, mid six figure range, uh, with raising funds like that and putting hundred percent of their, you know, none of their money down for the deal. It's a very, very rare case. If you can do that, then I would suggest you work with a professional to purchase the right business and get the right team on to maintain and grow the business. I would not suggest doing this for absolute beginners if you're and you have no online business experience uh, to do that with just family and friends money unless you're, you know, 7,000% confident in yourself that you can give them a great return and do them justice with their money. Uh, and then, yeah, you can, you can raise funds through family, friends, and acquaintances. Now, People, now the rest, you can do SBA, right? I know that you guys have heard this, small business uh, business administration. If you are in Australia and are other places around the world, there's very limited places that or ways that you can go away and get financing for acquiring an online business. Uh, there are some pretty cool ways that you can do it. Like if you have um, a HELOC, you know, home equity line of credit, you can do it that way. Um, or other assets that you could use as collateral to go away and get some sort of financing outside of you telling them that you're going to use it to acquire an online business because normally that raises flags and then you can go away and purchase um, an online business with portion of the funding that you get from say a HELOC or a business loan or something like that. Now, 
let's talk about the possibilities of people who do no money down deals. <laughs> now, people who do these no money down deals are business owners who typically take equity, like I said, from somewhere else. Uh, and it could be from, you know, like another business property, HELOC, whatever it is. But technically, technically, it's still your own money. You're taking away equity from a asset and putting it into buying another asset. And you also need to pay more in finance because you're taking equity away from one asset to another asset and you still need to pay finance on the equity that you do take from that other asset, right? There will be a percentage of interest that you'll still need to pay. And technically what, technically what you are doing is you're taking your money, your cash from another asset and putting it into purchasing something. So people may call this as a no money down deal, like you're not using your own money, but technically you are, right? Now, especially if you are purchasing it with 100% of that equity that you do purchase. Uh, now, then when it comes to buying absolutely no money down deals, I mean like you're not using any of your own money at all, these typically happen in the larger price ranges, right? Typically the higher seven-figure range getting close to the eight-figure range and north of that, right? I know. Uh, I know somebody that worked as a financial consultant for a large firm that was bought out for a couple of hundred million dollars and the people that purchased them used none of their own money. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ripple was the, uh, and they're in the cryptocurrency niche and space, pretty sure Ripple are the ones that acquired this technology and this business and they used none of their own money. And how do you think they were able to do that? Well, once you get to a certain size in business and a certain level of success, I'm talking like nine-figure plus size businesses and you've got a big brand and a, and a big uh, public success story, people will throw money at you to go away and invest. And that's what Ripple have gone away and done is they've gone away and raised the funds and used those to purchase another business. Typically, that's what happens when you start to get the snowball effect happening in that price range of deals. Now, I know a lot of us aren't out, you know, a lot of us listening to this are looking at buying much smaller businesses and starting off at a much different level or a much different bracket. But it's interesting to see that once you get the ball rolling, the snowball happening, you get more opportunities come to you. That's what, that's why they say, you know, the wealthy get wealthier because they have more opportunities, right? Because they, have some public success where people will be attracted to them and want to work with them because they have that public level of success. Uh, and if it's not public, they can make it public and raise funds as well. <laughs> so that's how that's how they were able to do it. Uh, sometimes people will raise some funds from outside acquaintances or from you know getting a business loan on a business they already have, and then they'll put a small deposit in to purchase their business themselves. So that's that. Uh, if you guys do have questions, I've got more to share with you on the pod, something else that I wanna sort of uh, get off my chest because I think it's an important thing to share with you guys. But if you do have questions around financing, uh, 
please do let me know. You can reach out. I do talk about financing and how to get finance more specific ways in our buying online businesses community. Uh, it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare that people are buying businesses with finance when you're buying something under the $500,000 price range. It can be done, but it's very, very, very rare. And then those people that are buying businesses around the 500, 400 or plus thousand dollar price range, they're typically buying them with an SBA loan, or like I said before, they're taking money from certain areas of wherever they're at with their assets and using that to finance. They are not absolutely 100% no money down deals, which is why I want to share like share this with you because there's people out there uh, that are creating content on YouTube and many different places that are saying that you can buy businesses with absolutely no money and make great passive income and they're great lifestyle businesses. And a lot of people are feeding into this ideology and it's typically people saying that you can buy a traditional boring business. Now, I know this to be destructive to a lot of people because I typically a traditional business or a traditional boring business is a location-based business. And most people that are wanting to earn a passive income from what I find may be different for your circumstance, but I would say the larger bracket of people that want to buy a business for passive income or earn a passive income is to not stay in one location is so they can have a lifestyle and choose to leave their location or live anywhere and earn an income anywhere without being tied to any one place. Now, I have had people that have gone away and done these trainings with certain types of people that they go away and look at and they get very, very close to buying a business and some people have even gone away and bought businesses and or franchises and come to me and said, Jared, I just followed the wrong person. I followed the wrong route to what people believe is wealth and it's set them in with where they're at in their location and also sometimes it can put people further back than where they were when they even started, especially with these finance uh, franchise businesses, sorry, where people have been known to buy and I know these people have bought franchises and they bought themselves a job. This is typically what I teach people to not do is to go away and buy yourself a job. Not only do they buy themselves a job, it's not a job that you can work anywhere. It's not an online job. It's a job in a restaurant chain or it's a job in some sort of chain that they need to be in a certain location and they end up running a lot of staff, being an operations manager and not being a business owner. There's a big difference between being a business owner who owns a business, does no work, passive income versus being a business owner, uh, a business operations manager, that is a person that has a job. So they've gone away and bought themselves a job operating in a business, in a location that they don't particularly want to be st staying in and they have not really built their path to wealth. They have helped the person that owns a franchise become far more wealthier because they sold them the franchise with the franchising fees that are hefty uh, and they make decent income from doing so. So be careful. Be careful out there with who you follow and what you end up doing on your path to wealth. 
I'm not saying that run away from uh, these particular people that are telling you to buy boring businesses, traditional boring businesses. If they're a location-based business and you love that, great, do it, you know. Understand that there may be some operational things that you may need to take on board. And sometimes you can buy these location-based businesses and just be a business owner and put an operations manager in place and be completely passive and be, you know, off-grid or wherever you want to be. Uh, typically when you're buying these businesses with like no money down, traditional uh, brick and mortar, boring businesses, typically those businesses are hard to find to buy them no money down because to buy something no money down, especially a traditional business, and it's a smaller price bracket, say under a mil, typically they are distressed businesses. Now, when you buy a distressed business, you're not buying the best business. You're not doing what Warren Buffett says is better buy a good business at a fair price than a fair business at a good price. You're buying a fair business. You're buying a very cheap business at a fair price because it's a distressed asset and you're using 100% financing or you're using little to no of your own money. Uh, the reason the seller will sell this uh, for little to no money and you you know is because they're distressed and they just need to get out. Right, so you're buying a cheaper deal, and a lot of people are selling that you can buy a great business with no money down and you can earn passive income. When the reality is, when you get into their trainings and all that sort of thing, from what I have found and what I've been told and heard, not obviously not mentioning names, but you just need to be careful what people are selling to you versus what you're actually getting in terms of delivery and what that path looks like. Um, for me, I'm pretty upfront. Uh, I, you know, if you buy a business and a smaller business, you typically going to need to do work, um, and it's not full passive income; it's semi passive income. And even when you buy a business around the 150 to 200k range or more, and you use our team to grow it for you, our SEO service, you still need to jump on the phone once a month and have a chat with our SEO team to make sure things are tracking the way that you want them to be tracking. Right? and then readjust and realign your SEO campaign or your campaign to grow your business with a call per you know per month. I know it's very little work, but it's not completely passive income. It's semi-passive. So have a big think about who you're following, where you're at, what's going to suit you. The reason I mention this is because not that I need people to come across and you know learn to buy a business or work with us at all, is that there are people are selling you a dream and a lifestyle and typically what we forget and I know this to be true for myself is when we're going and looking to make money online our goal becomes make money online and sometimes we get so focused on that we put the blinkers on and forget that that's not our actual goal right we the the goal is lifestyle the goal is spending more time with your family, your friends, traveling and doing what you want, when you want, how you want. That's the actual goal, right? And sometimes we forget about that and we just get so focused on like money, money, money because money is the vehicle that's going to provide that, right? Money is the vehicle that's going to give us that lifestyle. But sometimes we get so focused on the vehicle that we forget that sometimes we choose the vehicle that is the wrong uh, vehicle to, and it's not going to get us to our actual goal because sometimes it could be a vehicle that 
we need to do a lot more work on, a lot more maintenance on it. It costs a lot more money and it ends up just costing us a lot more time. Then we need to get rid of that vehicle or let that vehicle die before we get in the actual vehicle that can get us to that lifestyle and that goal. Now, I know I'm using a lot of metaphors here and I'm doing that on purpose to paint a picture on what it would look like for you to try and get to your goal and how you should choose the right vehicle to get there. Now, there's a lot in that. Uh, I hope you go away and re-listen to this and I hope you get a lot of value from this. If you do have questions, please let me know. Again, I don't typically ask you guys to you know, do much uh, for me uh, or for our podcast. This is episode number 250 and I would love for you to celebrate that with us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcast. Uh, I don't ask for re- reviews or comments typically. I would greatly appreciate that in celebrating the buying online businesses podcast and if you are a long-time listener thank you thank you for listening thank you for leaving a review i appreciate you and if you are just new to this i suggest subscribing and binging like a lot of people do go through this get a free education and if you need help reach out when you do need and i love you guys and leave you and speak to you on the next one